everybody and welcome to episode 180 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Here we go. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try? Then welcome to the Revive Yourself podcast, where we reveal the secrets to long-lasting health by getting to the root cause of problems that no one else is talking about. So you can have more energy, clear skin, healthier hair, a leaner physique, more confidence, and most importantly, do the things you love and live the life you deserve. Here's your host, Ryan Martin. So guys, welcome back to the show. I know it's been a little while. I've had issues with a laptop that was broken by my roommate who actually has a habit of breaking everything. Um, and so I've been recording, uh, so recording episodes was extremely, extremely hard. But laptop's back now recording episodes and today I've got an emergency episode that I recorded just a minute ago with a funeral director in Milton Keynes who came out and spoke about what he's been seeing throughout the quote-unquote pandemic and he's been really brave to come out and explain this and so can't wait to to get this out to you um, as always you know I've been there's lots of stuff been going on you know my Instagram following's been growing, which is fantastic, but the censorship is getting huge, and so I have created a locals platform, which is where I'm going to be putting lots of my content that I can't speak about on Facebook, on Instagram, because of the censorship behind it. It's going to be a small subscription fee, just because... It's the best way to get, to, to get into it, really, to get you guys to get the value, to get everything from it. We'll be doing things like adding things that we could pay if you want a one-to-one question answered. I'll be doing all my other content as all my, as always will be behind it, but the subscription fee will allow me just to create even more content for you guys. Okay, um, and there'll be different access levels which we'll get onto, but that'll be at locals.com. I'll be putting that in the links to Instagram, but there's just so much information, so much information that um, we want to get out there, but people like myself, Jason Christoph, you know, uh, we talk all the time, Tom Barnett, um, all my other friends in the industry, you know, we talk about it all the time, the companies I work with, but we just don't want to put certain things out and get completely removed. You know, I was talking to Alex Zek the other day. Um, so it's really important for us to get these sort of platforms up, therefore we can share it. There's no censorship on these platforms and everything will be out to you um also got some other exciting stuff coming up i'm just trying that also at the moment a lot of new products i'll be adding to our product line over at um www.reviveyourself.co a lot of the products actually one of the companies i had an affiliate link with evolution organics you know they've had to come off of affiliates because their affiliate company unfortunately have gone bust during covid so um it doesn't matter we've got so many quality products there if you head over to the shop at reviveyourself.co you know we've got still got all the quality products from atrium purity the vitamin c vitamin d pearl powder you know these things are are fantastic um, the royal jelly which is full of the amino acids that your body needs is what bruce lee put in his tea um then um i mean so many more things i'll be adding to that is in terms of wellness crafts but you go there then you've got um, bioptimizers the best digestive enzymes on the planet the mass enzymes and the hcl for anyone who's struggling with di- digestive issues the mass enzymes and hcl will be fantastic and their probiotics the p3om the navy seals of the probiotic world 
you know, taking them is going to be fantastic for you, whether you've got, whether you're in good health or not. It'll, it'll help you regain health. They also maintain, help you maintain health. They're also great at digesting protein. Um, then you've got our, our supplements from the Finchley Clinic. You know, the, the teas, the Paldarco, Quadrupedra and Cat's Claw teas, which are immune boosting. Um, Quadrupedra, for example, is called stone breaker because it clears the liver and the kidneys of any stones. Paldarco is antiviral, antifungal, antiparasitic, antimicrobial. It's a phenomenal immune boosting tea. Then we've got the uh, whole house water filtration systems from Aquatair. Whether you've got a one, two, three or four bedroom house, hard or soft water, you know, we've got that option for you there and you're going to get that better price than you will anywhere else. I always say to people, it's extremely important, not just the water that you drink, but the water that you're washing in, cleaning your teeth in, washing your clothes in, showering in, because you, you actually absorb more water that you, when you shower than you do when you, when you drink. Um, then the products from Essential Oil Wizardry, the best essential oils on the planet, bar none. Put in the code Revive Yourself 10 when you head to their website, you'll get 10% off. And that's my friend, Dr. Nick Berry, the best essential oils on the planet, bar none. And then if you head on over to blueblocks.com, that's B L U B L O X.com for the best blue blocking glasses on the planet from my friend Andy Mamph. Put in the code once again, REVIVE10, you'll get 10% off. And so we're going to have lots of other things going on, trying products from Symbiotica, trying products from Body Health, trying products from products from Paleo Valley, got lots going on. So they're all becoming to the shop very very soon um because i've tried them and they're they're fantastic and i'm going to be getting them out to you guys as soon as possible um we've got some good connections coming up there as for today's show today's show is with a funeral director called john o'looney he's based in milton Keynes, and he actually put out a, a letter detailing his experience over the last 15 months what he's been seeing how the death count hasn't gone up, when the death count, when the death um, counts did actually spike around the release of the vaccine, and um, his experience over the last eighteen months during this pandemic, and, and how he kept his mouth shut for ten months and he couldn't anymore, and he's come out and spoken. I managed to get hold of him yesterday. I managed to record a podcast today, and I want to get this out for you as soon as I can because it's valuable information. So. Without further ado, here's John. Here's the interview. Enjoy, and I'll see you on the other side. Just going to go for a call, for a call from now, John, because it's just it's more. Yeah, it's more. Uh, you can use whatever you need, then, can't you? Yeah, perfect, and it's just more real. But it's um, as I said before. Thanks for for doing this because there's been a lot of us who've been banging this drum for a long time. Um, I remember I started banging this drum well about eighteen months ago, and the conversation has gone from Ryan, you're a nutcase to fucking Elroy, like everything you said has, has, has come true. And I was like, yeah. <clears throat> well, it's because I've been studying these companies and, and this for a long time. Um, yeah. And so when someone like yourself comes out and, and, and says the things that you have, you know, it just gives even more, um, even more substance to everything we've been Momentum. saying. Momentum, substance. It, it yeah, slowly yeah. wakes people up that have, have been like, well, no, maybe they're just, they're just, it's not sinister. They're just incompetent. I'm like, they can't yeah, be yeah, incompetent. So, no. so, uh, thanks for, for coming on and doing this, John, because it's always, uh, it's always good to hear people that are in, you know, you've been dealing with this, um, at the basic level of, you know, the amount of deaths that you've been seeing. So, um, for, for everyone out there, John, just, just, uh, 
<clears throat> give a little bit more background on yourself. Um, so, um, hi everyone. First of all, my name's John. I'm an undertaker. Um, I've been an undertaker for 15 years now. Ten of those were with a big player, um, the Cooperative Funeral Care. Um, and when the Cooperative Bank collapsed, the money men came in and spoiled it for me personally. So I jumped ship and went solo, and I've been on my own. I'm in my fifth year now. Fifth year, fifth year. Doing, and you're based in Milton Keynes, right? Which is just. I am indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm <clears> the, I mean, the link is quite well known now. So. Yeah, so the people that of our US listeners, <coughs> Milton Keynes is is um round about Luton Way, just a bit near Luton, right? Yeah, kind of central, yeah. Yeah, kind of central. It's about I'd say forty five minutes just outside London. So yeah. something like that. It's got an airport, so it's famous for that as well. Um so yeah, and and so John came to came to my or come to prominence coming came into my attention uh, only yesterday when I got tagged in um, a, a letter or I should say yeah a letter you put out really is it something that been going yeah, around? basically I'd said a few bits but obviously uh, I'm very conscious of of kind of um, you know exposing my business because that's my livelihood um, and I kind of made a statement somebody asked what I thought was an undertaker and I told them and. Somebody chirped in and said, you're not an undertaker, you're an activist, you know. So I've got two choices then, haven't I? I can either identify myself to verify who I am or I can take a step back and, and they can say, do you know, I told you, I told you. So I decided to um, say who I was. I've got no no problem with being honest. Um, you know, a lot of people this weekend have been contacted by thousands um, of people with um, over the phone, the website's been hit seven, eight thousand times now. It's ridiculous. I struggle to keep up with it, to be honest. Um, I've no desire to be famous. Uh, I've got genuine vague concerns, uh, and those are kind of aggravated by the total refusal of anyone in power to acknowledge those concerns and want to have any kind of open debate. And for me, that's very telling and very worrying. Yeah, extremely worrying, and that, that's and that's the point we've been saying for, for for a long time. Nothing's been adding up, you know. Nothing's been adding up from from the start, from you know the, the, the seeing people in in China back in the, like eighteen months ago just falling on the floor, and everyone going, "Oh, be 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 careful!" You know, this these things killing people instantly. Um, from the, the numbers not adding up, you know, to the, the PCR tests that don't work, the thresholds being used that are far above what yeah. Kerry Mullis said. I mean, you can go into this at a deep, deep level and, and go through different things. But for you, I mean, reading through the letter that you, you sent out, you, you basically were saying, you know, you were saying the last year the death rate was totally normal. In fact, many of my colleagues turned their fridges off because there was no one to put in them. Yeah, that was kind of um, that was kind of November, December. Now I'd hasten to add, um, there is a virus. There's a virus every year. Um, Interestingly, in the 15 years that I've been an undertaker, this is the first year um, I haven't seen a single winter flu death. Why is that? You know. Um, So, so for me, when COVID first started, um, I was the same as everyone else. I was quite convinced, you know, and quite concerned. And I did feel, you know, at 53 uh, and with a bit of blood pressure and um, uh, uh, asthma, you know, I was going to be in the firing line and the front line. So I was was really concerned. Um, But it soon became apparent to me that it wasn't really what it was being portrayed to me. And the thing that brought it to a head was um, 
pretty early on in the process, I had um, a young girl in my care who passed sadly due to cancer um, and a family wanted to spend some time with her, which is totally understandable. And this is at a time when other funeral directors were taking coffins and body bags down to the hospital, sealing them and not offering any viewing uh, and any visits and all because of COVID. Um, I hasten to add for half the service, they weren't charging half the money. Now, uh, this family requested to see their child. I'm a father myself. I've got a 10 year old. How can I tell that family they can't see their little girl? I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I, yeah, you couldn't do it. So I kind of um, I got her embalmed because I've got a, an embalmer uh, and washed and dressed her. Uh, and uh, I kind of came to the conclusion, do you know what? Um, and I'd hasten to add, she wasn't a COVID death. Obviously, I'm not going to go into details, um, but it was totally unrelated to COVID. But if I can do that for her and her family, I could do that for every family. So I've washed and dressed everyone that's come into my care, regardless of them being um, COVID or not. Now, as you'll no doubt be aware, there was a large shortage of masks and gloves and things like that at the beginning because people were panic buying um, and I couldn't get masks. So I've washed and dressed these people without a mask. Now, again, I would kind of say to you, I'm 53 years old. Hi, mate. Um, I'm asthmatic. Uh, it's a miracle I'm alive, surely. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, this is this is this <clears throat> this goes back to them talking about how how there's asymptomatic transmission and then there's not asymptomatic transmission. Like they literally change their minds every two every two seconds. Talking about how they've isolated the virus, but they actually haven't purified it. They haven't isolated it. They, they've been up and down, left, right, and everything. And you got you got to have this far apart in one country, that far apart in another country. It's it's all been yeah. all over, and we've seen these things. And so for you to, to, to I mean, first of all, I mean, you're you're just coming from a humane level. You know, this is yeah, this is one of the yeah. things that they've tried to do throughout all this. It's make us they always that this is I mean it depends how deep you want to go over this sinister thing, but it's always to try and divide people, you know, left versus right, yeah, black course. versus white, rich versus poor, and now it's yeah. mass versus unmasked. Um, you know, that, that is, all helps take people uh, you know, divide and conquer. Of course. And and also this thing of being inhumane, you know, saying like when you when you cover up someone's face, you don't you can't see their facial expressions. You keep people yeah, away yeah. from each other, six foot yeah, yeah, yeah. gloves, be scared of each other, yeah. be really scared. And it's like yeah. and, and and that's one of the things that that makes you human is having that empathy. Uh, yeah, 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 of course. And that um, that interaction and, and being tactile. Um 100%. never underestimate the the power of a hug, you know, and I've given out many. Well, is that and, and 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 for you, you you deal in in a situation where people are at the most vulnerable. Yeah, you know, of course. You're dealing I mean, with people. If, um, I mean, I'm 53, so probably for younger viewers who perhaps haven't been um, exposed to a bereavement, haven't perhaps lost their mum or dad yet, and that's usually the, the the first time in your life you'll experience it. It's a parent or a grandparent. They perhaps won't understand it, but when you do and you've suffered loss yourself. Um, you kind of understand that a little bit more and what is needed. And, and all I do really is the, the template that I set is trying to treat people the way I would want to be treated. What would I want to hear? What would I want done? Uh, and if you uh, people are just like mirrors and very much like mirrors, if you look into mirror, you get exactly what you give. People are just the same. They're always going to be the exception, isn't there? Hmm. Um, and but I can honestly tell you that if you treat people the way you want to be treated and you care, and you don't rip them off, there's no um, better way of making a living than being an undertaker because death, if I had a magic wand, I would wave it. I don't, but I do care. 
Uh, and when people come and they come and see a loved one and they know they can see that they've been pampered and well looked after, they know they've come to the right place, you know, and that has proved a very successful template, just treating people the way you wouldn't be treated. It just, it just basically means, you know, 100%, and if it was your daughter who's going through that, you know, how could you? You'd be like, you'd be like, mate, have a heart, and yeah, you have exactly got a heart. That. And as soon yeah, as this exactly is, that. and this is a lot of people in my industry, so natural health industry, been helping people over at Coming Honest for a long time now, everyone. That's the one thing that we say, it's like, we've got no agenda, apart from wanting you to get healthy. You yeah, know, yeah, we've all, of most of us that are in this have been destroyed by big pharma, seen their tactics, and we've been exposing yeah. it. And we're like, look, we're not a multi-billion dollar industry. We're like usually one or two people in, in, in a company just trying to help people. And the same as you, you know, you, you're yeah. on the, and, and when you deal on that level, you, you can't you can't separate yourself from people and you wouldn't no. want to because that's what makes you who you are um, so, do you know what if i if i took to heart all the misery that comes into the funeral home it would ruin me pretty quickly i don't um and again like i said i haven't got a magic wand but i do kind of take out of it i go home from work and i think do you know what i've actually had a good day because i've dealt with someone that's had a terrible day and i can relate to that because i've had those days myself my father passed when he was just 57 so when someone comes and they tell me they've lost their dad I know exactly how that feels, you know. So um, and the other real key element is honesty. You have to be totally honest. Never make a promise that you can't keep. Uh, and also, you, I mean, you can be honest and be gently honest. You haven't got to be brutally honest, you know, whether that be um, nature's taken its course. Remember that as he was or, you know, it's, so that's kind of how I kind of operate the business is, is making it more family orientated than a business. Do you know, um, and I don't have to chase people to pay me. You know, it's 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 um, yeah, it's it's work. It's a really good template that's worked well. And I've been wrestling with this probably for about twelve months now, where different things have come in that have made me think that's that's not right and that's not right. And so so so, what tipped you over the edge to come out and, and put that put that out? To, to be honest with you, I think um, joining the different platforms where the news isn't scrutinised uh, and you can see firsthand the videos of these people coming out of um, uh, centers suffering terrible adverse effects being carted away on stretches uh, and dying uh, as a funeral director myself I've actually conducted the funerals of people that have passed away after having a, 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 a shot after having after having yeah 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 I've spoke to the families firsthand also um, I found that there was great effort being made to to um, the numbers up uh, of COVID deaths, numbers that just were not there. You know, uh, for example, I would have a pandemic guy who would ring me every week. He would ask me um, a couple of questions. He was government sponsored. How many have died? Where have they come from? How many are COVID? And I'd be happy to tell him. Um, uh, and then it became quite apparent that he was kind of steering me into giving him numbers that weren't where, you know, um, for example, where did you go uh, the weekend? I had two collected from old folks' homes. They weren't COVID. Are you sure? But there was COVID in the care home. And do, do you see? Uh, and deliberately steering me into figures that weren't there. And I got to know the the main guy, and I'm not going to name him um, because uh, that would be wrong of me to condemn a man that isn't here to defend himself. But he actually openly said to me, I do not know why I'm doing this job because everyone is saying the same thing. There are no COVID deaths. And I would hasten to add this was last year before the big spike that we saw in January when they began vaccinating. So um, 
So they, but they, there's, there's, and there's, and there's lots of things going, going. Up. When it comes to this, remember when it first started, they actually changed the the status of anyone who had it for after 21, 28 days. So it gave this illusion of a spike that wasn't there, and then yeah. obviously they've changed the cycle from the Kerry Mullis inventor that tested. First of all, the PCR test doesn't test for it doesn't test for a virus; it tests for antibodies. So if you test yeah. for anything, if you tested for me and asked, "Am I pregnant?" If you gave it enough cycles on it, you'd find out I'm pregnant. Anything yeah. above twenty-five on a, on a CT threshold is invalid. And they've been testing these. People have been going around for Freedom of Information Acts, yeah. asking all the hospitals, and they've been saying that all the tests have been run at forty or forty-five, which is far and above what they should have been run at. So I've I've personally spoke to people who have come in to me that have said they sent tests off, they didn't even touch, mm-hmm. that came back positive. Exactly. Uh, we've seen this uh, with people, I mean, this happened, they've been testing fruit and drains and, and just water yeah, and not yeah, testing yeah. them. Uh, the uh, kids, uh, uh, the current one is the kids taking time off school with fruit juice. Lemon, lemon, water, yeah. 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 Uh, and so... And so when, when this is, and it's how much can these people keep on ignoring when it comes to this? And so there has been a definite agenda um, to get this through. And I said to people, this has been in, in like the conspiracy world for a long time. Conspiracy, it's really, it's really like to even say that because when you look at what's been outlined and where it's gone, it's what I, I put a tweet out um, about a few months ago. And it no, was like, I only joined Twitter yeah. today. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I, I put because I've been mean, got social media different things. I think I put I put something out about a few months ago, and I was like, um, years ago we were saying this is going to happen. Yeah, people call us conspiracy theorists. Now it's all happened, and we're still being called a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, of course like, you are. Of course you are. Not by uh, more and more people are all waking up, but it's uh, when you start saying to people what for the, for first of all, this isn't uh, the amount of people that survive after it. Um, yeah. And uh, but, but basically trying to vaccinate the world for for this from experimental jabs yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. are still in trials through 2023 from companies people don't understand it. So I've been I've, I've been researching these companies for a long time. The top I've got a horrific track record. Yeah, yeah horrific. The yeah. top four over the last ten years alone have been fined 35 billion. Yeah, yeah for falsifying science. So yeah, lying. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's face government. it. Uh, what, what's the um, the term they use? Um, a person cured is a customer lost. Hundred percent. I mean, these these guys they're they're um, serial criminals, and their business model is committing crime. Yeah, of uh, course. And when you when you look at these the amount of numbers they paid out, and they're pushing these things through, and there's no liability, and and the campaign. I always say to people in my industry. If if anything's heavily government endorsed, celebrity endorsed, or or endorsed by an athlete, you know, yeah. you want to stay well away from it. Yeah, of course, it's cheap, toxic rubbish, and yeah. this is one of the things they've been doing, pushing this, and then saying that you can't even if anyone says anything the truth. This is the like silence mis- is definitely yeah, the silence is definitely yeah. It's, it's um interestingly, um, I did a funeral for uh, a senior medical professional. Um, and that's as deep as I can go. He lost um, his partner. I wouldn't even say if it was male or female partner. And he, um, I got quite close to him quite quickly. And this was middle of last year, shall we say. And I asked him outright, um, what did he think about these COVID vaccines? Because it came at a time that guys like me at 53 were being offered them. And he said, I'll give you a call later. And I remember at the time thinking, that's strange. Why has he said that? Um, just put this phone on silent.
moment, one moment. It's been red hot all day. <laughs> um, so he called me later that evening while I was out walking the dog with my wife. Uh, and um, he told me, don't take them. They're very, very dangerous. And he was very frightened telling me. Um, he went into detail that um, I can kind of say, but basically the the you're entitled to informed consent. And the government have signed waivers for all of these vaccines with the pharmaceutical companies. Um, why hasn't that been made common knowledge to give you informed consent? You tell me. Uh, and um, I've been contacted this weekend. I would say the website, I probably had 7,000, something like that. The phone is red hot. Um, loads of messages from doctors. Um, uh, a senior anaesthetist, a professor, nurses with 20 and 30 years um, behind them, all saying the same thing and thanking me for, for, for speaking up. I've took messages from New Zealand, from, from um, all over Europe, America, Canada, every possible country that I can think of. So it's quite clear that this has had quite a level of exposure why haven't I heard from a single mainstream media outlet? And to me, that's very, very telling. And to anyone with even the most basic grasp uh, of, of common sense, isn't that really telling and worrying and quite sinister? That's it. Doesn't fit the agenda. They, they will next. They won't. They won't even film the two million people that have been protesting about this. I've seen them, yeah, because the yeah. guy, um, uh, he, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, commandeered or, or, or he, uh, I can't think of the name of it, he rented a helicopter to go up and film it. I've seen the footage, it's fantastic. Yeah. And it made me realise, you know, I'm not alone. You're not alone. This is, and this is, the, this is the thing they do, John, right? And these, when they, they've got so much power, probably people don't know, six corporations own the media, they give the illusion of left versus right. It's like the, like the election. You got this, this Wally over here, or you got that Wally over there, be a prime yeah. minister or president, and you, people giving the illusion of choice. But they're, they're, both, they're, same they're, they're, they're both the same people, yeah, run by the same are. people. And so, yeah, this is what they are. do this. And because some people, what they've done for a long period of time, I don't know if you know who Yuri Brezmanov is. He's a former, no, in honesty, but he, he was a former Russian KGB defector. And he came yeah. to America about 30 years ago and he gave a very, very powerful interview. And he said, you don't understand what's coming. He said, we run to you guys because you're the last free land. But in 30 years, if you don't change things, you're not going to have a free land. And yeah. they're going to show you what's coming. And um, he said, and, and, and there'll be like, you won't be able to, he said, back in the, this is when Jane Fonda was big. He said, you get people like Jane Fonda now speaking out. And he said, when it comes to what we're like, you won't have people like Jane Fonda speaking out. As soon as she speaks, she gets crushed like an ant. Uh, and that's and what's happening. This is what's happening. Deplatforming, decentering, demonetizing. Yeah. Luckily, luckily for me, I but my channel, like my work, I don't. It's not all monetized on things like YouTube and stuff. I mean, my exposure helps, but I've got I've been doing it for twelve years, so I've got a reasonable reputation where people will find me anyway. But yeah. and also, when it comes to the, I know a lot of people, even in our industry, some people wouldn't go, wouldn't speak, won't speak because they don't want to lose their audience. And you're like, I've, I've spoken to them this weekend, <clears throat> and you're like, my man. Yeah. You're not going to have an audience if this yeah. continues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, because because you're going to be yeah, all all it's going to this is like um, you know, what they want is a group of conformed people, good people that yeah. just go along with what they say. And everyone of course. else you said the amount of people the tent the, the the VARs, you know, the adverse reaction for, for vaccines. I've been talking I've been talking about vaccines for a long period of time going into smallpox. Well, they're not they're not vaccines, are you? It's a no, gene no, therapy. Are, yeah, yeah, so they're not vaccines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But they're going under the the, the, the the premise of vaccines, and when people yeah, yeah, because it, it was easier to swallow, a nicer label to swallow, wasn't it? So when, so when, but when people are taking, most people are taking them not because they're scared of the, the quote unquote virus. They're, they're they're scared. They want to be able to go to work or go to on holiday. Exactly. Uh, and this is the problem. And so when you're when you're taking these, so these are the two things I want to I want to just 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 um, just to go into because you know. We, I've seen this. I've got an input like you, an inbox full of doctors, scientists, nurses, telling, been saying the same things like this for eighteen, well, twelve to eighteen months, and then I've now got an inbox full of brothers, sisters, mums, fathers, cousins. Yeah, telling, showing me the reactions to these vaccines that they're. I've had some it. myself this weekend. It's terrible, it's so heartbreaking to read. It's it's, and I just I keep putting them up to saying, please stop injecting yourself with poison. That's all I can yeah. say. Like I don't, I just. It's, it's, it's nothing like when and people say, oh, oh, but a lot of people haven't had a reaction. It's like, well, yet. Yeah. yeah. And and, yeah, and yeah. you have no idea what a vaccine or quote unquote jab reaction is. It's not yeah. And I think um, if you think about it logically as well, if you were trying to put something that was toxic into someone, you wouldn't um, start putting it in from day one and watch people fall over because the uptake would soon totally stop wouldn't it it's uh and this consultant said this to me it'll be different batches because they've signed the waivers it gives them license to do what they want where they want no two batches in two two areas would be the same yeah, and i can yeah. guarantee you and me boris johnson right. won't have the same yeah he won't mm. we won't be getting the same one as him and i guarantee if you sat next to him and said tell you what you have mine and i'll have yours he would have turned a deathly pale and made an excuse and left um do you know, I, I, the reason I speak out is, is um, because ultimately, do you know, if I end up saving one life, it must be worth it. It must 100%. be worth me being honest, you know? 100%. And this is the, the thing with me with, when it comes to this now is we've been saying this for such a long time. How much more do people need to, to wake up? I mean, so, some people don't get exposed to this because this is what they do. They just, they just, the main, if you all you watch is mainstream, and it's the other thing you Brisbane all said, you're being exposed to this so much that it's, 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 but 101 manipulation and brainwashing comes from you keep on repeating things long enough you know weapons of mass destruction how many yeah, times did yeah, we hear yeah. that before we realized it was bullshit yeah, 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 people yeah, bought into yeah. it with Ryan Sinker you know how is time, he how is he free this this guy shouldn't shouldn't even be yeah he, he should be uh anyone else yeah. would have been locked in the dark cell forever wouldn't there's they not, there's know? not many people that I, I I dislike as much as him Justin Trudeau's becoming a, a second the, the yeah. Canadian Prime Minister I mean, yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah. And, uh, and there's a few of them because they're just they're just abhorrent human beings and and they, they have no compassion and they're there for an agenda and this is what they do and so when you're putting out these these jabs that are just massacring people that tens of thousands are, are now dead. Millions have had adverse reactions. And I said to him, like, and, and this is the thing, like when you see some of these people, their lives will never be the same again. And their family's no, lives never. will never be the same again. Never. Yeah. And you can't, you can't untake these things. No, no. So, so just to, just to put people out there, John, just, just right. So just want to get clear this up on a norm, on a normal yeah, the amount of deaths that you've seen, because I've, I've seen yeah. this, I actually put a, 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 a quote out the other day saying, you know, in pandemics, if you had a yeah. real pandemic, the, the population would decrease. Well, over the last yeah, year, our population rose by 1.05%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. can tell you, as a funeral director, um, there was no increase in deaths in 2020 to the point where I actually predicted that deaths would start immediately they began vaccinating. And I had almost... Um, crystal ball like accuracy on that you tell me do you know because we came back to work after christmas in january and they began um 
injecting people on the 6th of January local, locally to me, and I've never seen a death like it for 12 weeks. And then as quickly as it started, it finished. And I haven't seen a COVID death in my care or heard of one in this area for three months. So why are they pushing it so hard? You know, I, I predict this winter um, there'll be a lot of deaths. It'll be pro primarily recipients uh, and it will be blamed on two things, me and you and a mm. freshly named variant. A hundred percent. You roll up, roll up, name your variant. Name your, yeah, name, yeah, of name course. And then the hysteria that that death rate creates will make it very easy for them to pass emergency legislation to mop us up. Try to. And this is what I said to people. And then unfortunately they cause such hysteria. This is why people were into it as well. Cause when you, when you create constant, this is what they do. They're very, very clever at it. The fear pool, the constant stress. So they're pushing people all the time into their limbic system, yeah, which is course. their fight and flight survival. And yeah, you yeah, see, yeah. you see an animal in the wild. If they're under panic, they'll run through yeah, like metal fences to try and, get, and tear themselves apart. And it also makes them like, vilify others oh you're cool. so i was like you cannot you cannot catch anyone by, by walking past someone like i don't know if you looked into the things like contagion myth by dr tom Cowan. i've i've um i've dressed personally dressed dozens and dozens and dozens of covid patients alleged covid patients still warm uh, it's a miracle i'm alive you know uh, um i just I can't believe I think the thing that surprised me the most is not the fact that it's happened because you kind of look back through history. And I think if you've got an inquiry in mind, it doesn't take you long to figure out what's happening, especially when you're in the position that I'm in. And my wife especially was totally amazed. She didn't think that it would get the response it has. And I think she now finally sees that she's not just agreeing with her husband, she can see it and she works within the business as well, um, as does my my um, embalmer. And we've all washed and dressed every one of these deceased for every family that wanted us to do so. In fact, I've actually had other funeral homes recommending people to me because they wouldn't do what I do. You know, and for me, that's very telling. And you're not talking about the business owners. You're talking about the, the office people sitting in the branch who actually do care who know their company doesn't have a policy addressing COVID victims, but mine does. So, do you know, and that to me is very telling. When you think about it logically, say, for example, I have someone come to me and I've had people come to me where they've, um, they've been told they've lost their loved one to a COVID death. And the fact that they're mid-70s and perhaps have heart failure and COPD doesn't weigh into it when you're grieving. And I totally respect that. They're going to mm. totally be convinced that was a COVID death. And I'm not going to call them a liar. I'm not going to doubt them. You know, all I'm there to do is to look after them and their loved one and try and give them the most dignified, nicest send off that I can possibly do. And I do that. Um, I'm not going to judge them. But for me to suddenly come out and say there, are, I've got doubts about COVID. People like that are just not going to swallow it and they're going to actually take offense. So I've had to think long and hard before saying what I've said. And I've carried this around my neck like an, uh, an ever increasing lead bell, probably for about six or seven, eight, probably 10 months, you know, and the more I've seen these adverse reactions uh, and these deaths and the more I've had deaths coming through. And at the moment I'm, I'm listening on the news and they're talking about, I had a letter come through the post saying how um, dangerous this is for me. And I should go for the vaccine. I've had phone calls. I've had to keep saying, I'm not interested. Thank you. 
why are they saying that? I haven't seen a COVID death for three months. Yet they're tendering for huge mortuaries up and down the country, huge temporary yeah. mortuaries. Why are they doing that if they're releasing this wonder drug? And why, on top of everything else, when someone is raising high-profile concern, and people far more qualified than me, I'm just an undertaker. I'm a guy that walks in front of a hearse and takes care of people. Um, why are we not having open dialogue? Surely that tells people all they need to know. John, John, that, that sort of, but that's the sort of thing we're in this. Um, we've, we've been put into this intellectual, intellectualist bullshit um, paradigm over the last like ten years, where where um, people are only listened to if they've got uh, all these letters behind their name. But you can find one person with one opinion, one person with a diametrically opposed opinion, both with letters behind their name. Uh, and then you have actually, when you had to become an adult and think, it's like my thought say to me, well, we got this doctor over, or this scientist over here says that organic food is no different to non-organic food. And it's like, well, this one's saying that when the food isn't sprayed with pesticides, herbicides, redenticides, chemical fertilizer, all these things, it's healthier for you. It doesn't cause you chemical, uh, it doesn't cause you yeah. chemical disruption in the body. And this scientist is saying, well, that doesn't make a difference. All those chemicals do nothing to the body. It's like, yeah. really? Then you've got to be an adult and be like, well, who's, or, or use your fucking brain. And so yeah. for me, you're saying I'm just an undertaker. You're not just an undertaker. You're a man with 15 yeah, years of experience yeah, who's yeah, been yeah. on the front line. So what I mean is like, these are the conversations that people in, there's no one more qualified than someone that's dealing with, with things like you. You know, one of the most telling things is uh, I'm obviously uh, went to school in the mid seventies to early eighties, mid eighties. Have a look at the school photo from kids of that period mm. have a look at a class photo kids for now look at the difference in them it's there in front of your eyes you know the amount of kids we've got morbidly obese and you know are we taking steps forward or are they massive steps back do you know i have to fight to get my kid off an ipad do you, do you know um this is I don't, it's how deep you want to go. I don't, it sounds like to me, John. You've been uh, you're you're quite well versed in this stuff because look, people tell us you know we're more advanced than ever, but we're fatter and sicker than ever. And I know because everyone I deal with is ill. And I went yeah. through it myself because I was in the modern. I was a professional athlete, but I still got really sick because I was I was eating and doing the things that they that the way they told me. Yeah. Um, and then you know, twelve years of being on this journey. What did and, you do, athlete wise? Uh, oh, I played rugby. Yeah, I played rugby. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. great game. I was second row, and then I went to. Uh, I, I started off as prop, and I was too big because I'm six two, and ended up second row. Best game in the world. No, it's great. Yeah, and actually, yeah. I played uh, for, for Nottingham, not too far from you. It was a little yeah, bit yeah, far. Yeah. But, um, real man's game. Yeah, real man's game. And I was actually yeah. I was in New Zealand, and I, and I had to come back from there because I was I was getting warm. I had these cysts that kept coming up. It was a long story. Yeah. But when I finally found my mentor and he exposed me to this world, and I was like, really? And it's like, all the people I've been listening to, I went to university and studied nutrition. If I used my nutrition degree to try and heal my clients, they'd get yeah. a bit sicker. So, yeah. and, and so when you understand the people behind this and what goes into it and what they're doing, you said the iPad, you know, people, mm. it's children got to be so careful because you can download a mind virus in seconds. They know what they're doing. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and people... Interestingly, do you know, I, um, in life, and I'm a people person and mm. I speak to many people of all walks of life because everyone passes away. Uh, mm. So I get to engage with their families really quickly, really very deeply. And I think when people come to me, there are two things they come in very suspicious sometimes very angry from the lack of care they feel they've received either at the care home or the hospital which is understandable and they expect me to rip them off so not to care and rip them off and it doesn't take them long to actually understand do you know what here's a guy that does care and look at the invoice and say and do you know what 
He's far, far cheaper than everyone else, and he's not trying to rip us off. And then they engage with you, and you get to see a side of them. And I've had no, no end of them say um, the most wonderful things. Like he feels like he's part of the family, you know. And I, I would urge people to have a look at my Google profile because it's totally impartial. I have no influence over that at all. And just to have a look at, at what people say about me and my wife and the way we run the business. And one of the little snippets of, of wisdom, you know, you get like a saying, uh, and it's it lasts forever. You are what you eat. Things like that. There is substance to that. A hundred percent, you know, you are, you are what you eat and you are what you don't excrete. And, yeah, of course. Uh, and, and so mate, I, when you say that, this is one of the things that everyone in, in, in my industry, people that I've been had connections with for five, 10, 12 years now, there's one thing that we all have in common and it's that we actually care uh, and, 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 and from a very personal level. And you can tell because all the interactions when I speak to people, you know, and they're, they're not just dismissive. They're, they're very human people. They've got a heart and they're coming from a place of I don't want people to suffer and I want mm. the truth to be out there. Of course. And it, and it takes course. strength to do this, John, because, you know, you, you said before, before I get arrested, we do the interview. And I know because I've been putting it out uh, yeah, yeah, myself. Yeah. And in the day, I'm always like, well, in, what if we don't speak out, if we don't try to stand against this, where is this going? You know, a door, door-to-door vaccinations. I think that's where it's going. And it's going door-to-door vaccinations, and it's going to a place where you have no. I mean, someone come out the other day. These, these, you can't patent a human body, but you can patent a gene therapy. And as soon as you've got that gene therapy in you, you're now owned by the corporation. That's right. That yeah, you're, this no, is why they're not. they're biotech yeah. companies. Uh, and so <laughs> this is this is crazy. This stuff that's going on. And you look at China where they're at, and they're trying to push us because we've always been like the last bastion of freedom. Yeah. Uh, but you can see where it's going. And people are awake. Like some some of the people out there in in the mainstream, a lot of them, you know, they're just bought and paid shields. You know what they're about. Yeah. Of Rich, Richard Ashcroft come out. I don't know if you know who Richard Ashcroft is. He's like the lead Not singer. Not really. But... He, he's the lead singer of the Verb. He was the lead singer yeah, of the yeah, Verb. Yeah. He came out the other day and was like, they've tried to make me. Um, I told them I'm not doing any concerts where it has to be track and trace on this thing. They put me yeah, as a yeah, face yeah. on this thing. I'm yeah. not doing it. There's a few yeah. a few other people. Um, Good for him. Good yeah, for him. 100 yeah. percent because it means that people like you said. I felt like I'm all alone. It's like you're not all alone. There's lots. There's millions, millions of people that are not buying into this bullshit. And the thing is, this is the protests are great, and I'm all for them because it shows. But the other thing I say to people: protest every day by the way you live. Just say, look, I'm not buying into this because, yeah. you know, if we keep on, it's like, um, you probably know who David Icke is. He talks about yeah, of course. the totalitarian yeah, tiptoe. So they yeah. don't just go straight there. They go just here and then just here. Oh, yes. Small increments, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And then you wake up one day and it's normal. Yeah. And, yeah, and you wake up one day. Isn't and, that and... what's happening? Isn't exactly. that what's happening? So, I mean, I, interestingly, I brought the dog to school this morning before coming to work um, and let the missus have a lay in. And I watched kids walking down the redway, um, which is like the pathways in Milton Keynes to my son's school, wearing masks, 10-year-old kids on their own, walking. How sad. I could have cried. You know, why You know why do that to children? I, I saw a girl yesterday we were sitting, because I'm in Mexico at the moment. I'll come out here when they started because I've, I've got no interest in being, yeah. in being around. But like a little girl, her mum was, was in a shop we're getting a smoothie bowl, whatever, and, and the little girl was just, just squirting constantly, antibacterial. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was sitting there, and I've got, I've got to say something. And I was like, can I, can I just make a suggestion? He's like, oh, yeah, what's up? I was like, well, first of all, that's antibacterial, so it's not 
antiviral. So it's yeah. pointless her taking it. Yeah. Second of all, that's going to completely destroy her skin. She's got of a microbiome all on her skin, which is a defense. And, 100%. and she's like, oh, I thought because her hands are getting red. I was like, yeah, because that stuff's no good. Um, yeah. That stuff's no good. And you see, know, um, interestingly, I took a call this morning. I've taken hundreds of calls this last weekend. Thankfully, I'm not busy because I'd have struggled to 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 take care of my. Well, the family. fact you're not busy. Yes, tells a story, doesn't it? Um, and it's not just me, it's everyone. The coffin guy that I get coffins off has got a coffin warehouse full of coffins and he's desperate. He can't make no money because nobody wants them. Um, but uh, uh, I took a call off a woman. It's probably one of the only calls I had where there was a doubter. OK, so I welcome that because it's open debate. And I said, OK, tell me about yourself. Anyway, she told me she has a son who's an anti-vaxxer, but she feels he's a conspiracy theorist. Her partner uh, was vulnerable for medical reasons. And that's why she had a vaccine and vaccines have always been good and this, that and the other and this, that and the other. So we got into the conversation and she warmed a little bit. She became a little bit less defensive. And she said, actually, she said, um, thinking about it, she said, when we were queuing up to have a vaccine, they brought a guy out on a stretcher and put him in an ambulance. <laughs> I said, and you still went in and had it? She said, yeah. This is, this, is, this, is, this is how deep the brainwashing goes. <laughs> yeah, well, um, and, and I think it suddenly dawned on her, actually, do you know what? How stupid am I? Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, she watched the guy brought out motionless and fitting on the stretcher, watched him put, be put in the ambulance and later learned off someone, because there's local people queuing up, that he died and still went in and had a shot. And Why people, would you do is, that? The, the videos uh, of people. I've seen them. It's yeah. heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Little girls. like. Oh, well, you've people, seen the one yeah. of the mother testifying to the Senate yeah. um, about um, she submitted her child for um, she was pro-science. And really, look at the state of her child. It's but it's, this is the thing about people say, I'm, I'm pro-science. It's like what you think is science is that scientists today are modern-day prostitutes. They can be paid to get whatever result you want, of course. especially when the result is when these companies are paying out billions. Or, customer you know, cured is a customer lost. Yeah, 100%. And, and yeah, yeah. then like I say to when can you, if you're interested in your health, when you want to stop listening to companies that profit off you being sick, uh, and, and this is this is the thing. So, so you said that when the vaccine rollout started, you, got, you had an increase, a spike. A spike. huge spike, beyond belief, right. beyond belief. I turned 15 families away because I didn't have capacity for them. I had people crying down the phone. Um, a, a gentleman I, always sticks in my mind, uh, and it puts a lump in my throat thinking about it. He rang and said, they won't let me see my daughter. He'd lost his daughter, and she was um, special needs, uh, and um, they told him it was a COVID death, and they wouldn't let him see her. They just, He said, and they won't let me see her. I didn't physically have room here for them. So I put him onto a guy who's a colleague fairly locally that I felt would give him that time with her. And then I had a real bad guilt trip. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to find room for that guy's daughter somewhere. And I rung him back. But thankfully, this guy had agreed to allow him to have that time. But, you know, when you're like, my God, it was like hell on earth. I've never known a death rate even remotely like it in 15 years. And it began in January and ended the first or second week in April uh, so what, looking at my wall plan. I've got a wall planner behind me, and I, I 
write down i mean and the work don't get me wrong the work is very seasonal so um for example if you get um winter flu and you've got copd and you're in your 70s and 80s and a poor health your body has a threshold that can tolerate um if it exceeds that threshold you'll pass away and that doesn't matter if it's winter flu or or the alleged covid or anything else significant you know but interestingly this year i didn't have a single winter flu death now i'd hasten to add as a funeral director i don't often see the death certificates and that will surprise most people because as undertakers you don't need to see the death certificate that goes to the registry office i'm then given a green registry certificate that goes with my paperwork and most often that's emailed over now because it used to be a physical visit and they're discouraging that Um, some of the changes are actually quite helpful because it means that i can get a green certificate quite quickly now whereas before it took time and and effort on behalf of a grieving family so um yeah just the whole thing it just uh, there are too many alarm bells that it really does warrant open discussion and i think the thing that is absolutely damning is the refusal to have any discussion when that well, that's 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 you know that's um george orwell's 1984 we'll, we'll change they started doing it the other day they dr richard malone the inventor of this 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 uh mrna um therapy uh he said that he's got grave concerns and he's been interviewed on in fact i think uh, and even uh, dr weinstein went on the rogan podcast did an emergency broadcast about this um they even talked about you know how they've made invermectin illegal even though it was and so uh, we can get out of here um but this is this is the thing is this uh, how deep we go with this because there's lots of other things going on that that i can talk oh to it's about, not but, any one thing it's a number of things and i think we've all with one agenda but but this this doctor one hundred percent. I will say that people say oh, everything's not conspiracy theory. I said no no no. There's one conspiracy theory with yeah, lots yeah. of different um, like modules, Element, elements, elements to elements, it, yeah, branches elements. of the tree. Yeah, of and course. so when Dr. Richard Malone said that, and they actually changed on the Wikipedia page, um, but before it was like Dr. I can't remember Dr. Someone and Dr. Richard Malone yeah, yeah, invented yeah. this technology. Two five days later, after he's spoken. His name had been taken off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're, like, yeah, yeah. you're just rewriting yeah. history. So this is what yeah. it's all about. 1984. So no discourse. No. Okay, if you don't agree with it, let's get you over here. Who does? You, you over here, and let's let's have a debate. Open debate. Yeah. Not allowed to happen. Because, Why? Well, because if if you can't argue. You don't have a debate. You don't have a discussion. If you know you're going to lose, why have a debate? This is what this is what the whole um, the whole group thinks been going on about for a long time. Rather than it being about the individual, if the individual is the best person they can be, society's going to be great. No, no, people like to take up um, huge pseudo scientific moralistic stances on big social issues because they yeah. don't like to look at themselves. And totally so, agree. And so this is what they're they're doing. You know, it's like and all these people walking around saying, offence, but people walking around saying like wear a mask, do this, do that. They're freestone overweight. They're smoking. They're eating nothing but but crisps and yeah, drinking yeah, Coca-Cola. Yeah. I mean, so, uh, very interestingly, um, a large proportion, there's two main groups that I found that came in during the, the, the spike in January to the second week in April. Morbidly obese, um, diabetic, chronic diabetic, and people with pre-existing conditions. The vast majority of them, I can honestly say, were people that would have passed from winter flu well this is this is the thing so when we talk about winter flu john in our in our world we we don't so we don't so when it comes it's, to contagion, it's an umbrella it, so, it covers a range of things doesn't it so so we talk about because we say like when it comes to contagion we 
So, you know, we don't believe in contagion because um, we talk about something called signal transduction. If your body is going through the detoxification process and my body needs one too, they'll communicate and my body will go through that process too. The same way women's periods sync up, the same way if I yawn, you'll yawn. But in 15 people in the office get the flu or get to get a detoxification process so out of 30 people in the office maybe only 15 it's why um my dad had chicken pox but neither my mum or, or me caught it because that yeah. boy didn't need to go through it but the thing that i would say is what we what we like in the the, the, the flu season two is vitamin d deficiency season or also it's no surprise at that time the sun's not out it's very cold people are generally stressed because there it's are environmental changes aren't they yeah it's right, stress because they're christmas they're drinking more alcohol they're having more fizzy drinks they're eating more sugar yeah. all out less, sudden, out less you yeah, know, yeah. Get, it's a so number of factors number of factors really? that yeah. pushes the body into that thing and it's like okay and now it goes through it's, it's a, a, a process and yeah. 100%. and i would agree with that because it does the, the the death rate is certainly higher in the winter than it is in the summer it's well known throughout the industry it's seasonal you know so some of the sun that they're trying to paint as this bad thing is is the giver of life. It stops 16 different types of cancer. You know, trying to tell you it causes it, but it's actually the chemicals people put on their skin and foods they're eating. The you never feel better than when you're out in the sun, do you? 100%. Yeah. Yeah, These yeah, things yeah, yeah. can't live with the sun. You've got this mad lunatic trying to block it out with, with chalk yeah. dust. You yeah, know, yeah, I, said yeah. I, I put a, a tweet out, which went pretty viral. It was like... Um, when you've got a guy who's got enough money to regenerate the soils, clean up the ocean and end poverty, he's instead choosing to pump his money into GMO foods, blocking out the sun and vaccinating everyone on the planet. You've got to ask yourself why, you know, yeah, and, yeah, and this yeah. is this is the thing. So but you said January to April. So after April, you noticed it come down. Why was yeah, that? Yeah. So um, I have no idea at all. I can only imagine if. And I've uh, I've kind of chewed it over, of course. You know, I'm, I'm asking myself why did the phone ring three or four times a day, uh, and all of a sudden now it's not ringing. You know, this is the kind of business where you get um, uh, um, no calls all week and then four on a Friday. So the only thing I can uh, come up with theory wise, and I, I, I hasten to add, I'm only talking about my area. You know, I don't know what's going on in Wolverhampton or Nottingham or where else it would have to be different batches in different areas. Mm -hmm. And certainly the consultant that I spoke to said that signing the waiver enabled that. It facilitated them to put whatever they want, wherever they want as live tested in the field. So if you had a batch in Milton Keynes that was producing particularly um, large rate of mortalities, how long could you get away with doing that before the uptake would stop? So at some point you would have to stop to facilitate that uptake, you know, and I do wonder if that's perhaps what's happened along with um, it coupled would make with, sense. Yeah. Coupled with the seasonal thing that we've, we've kind of said as well, a mm. little bit of both, you know, you'd have to be a fool to want to kill everyone and try and do it all, all in one hit because it just wouldn't happen would it. People are not, they might be stupid. They're not that stupid. Surely. Yeah, say, and these guys are, are well versed in this stuff. You know, they're, they know what they're doing and they know exactly how to manipulate people. And the people that are aware of it seem crazy to the people that are very, very asleep to it. And uh, if someone was like, um, you wouldn't recognize tyranny if it slapped you in the face and made you stand six foot apart um, or a biological warfare, warfare if it stuck you twice in the arm with, with, with a needle. And it's like, at what point? I kind of said, you know, um, I think in the 1940s, they kind of lined people up to go and have a shower, didn't they? And I'm sure some of those people walked into that shower convinced they were going to be resettled. 
Yeah, 100%. Well, you, look at, you look, at, look at the Soviet Union, you look at Mao's China, uh, you look at Cambodia, you look at all these things and they all have a very, very similar starting point. And this is why, I don't know if you know who Jordan Peterson is, he was like a professor in Canada and he okay. talked and he went to prominence. He's, he's massive now, he's sold out arenas, but he first came to prominence because Canada tried to mandate speech and he said, I'm not doing it. He's got an IQ of like 174, he's extremely intelligent. He's yeah. like, I've read what you're saying, I know where this goes, I've read history. He said, you cannot make me say certain things because yeah. that, that's yeah. very, you know, and, it, and because that just leads to a very slippery slope to where, where you're going, and which is where we're sort of at now, you can't say this or you're trying to shout things down. It's like we've got to the point. Small steps. Small steps. And, and you yeah. start taking away the individual and you make it back group think, was it you're doing it for everyone else. Not just for you, you're doing it to save others. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. that's what they do. And they try and make it out that you're a bad person if you don't. Oh, work. they tried everything, haven't they? Let's face it, the pressure's ever increasing. And I think that was what eventually switched my wife on because the, I mean, they openly um, tell you uh, 60, 65% effectiveness. It won't save everyone. Do you know what? Hey ho, there's a 35% window for people to fall over. And they say, we told you it wouldn't help everyone. Well, well, it doesn't stop transmission, apparently. Yeah. It, it may, you may still get the virus. It, you yeah. could die. You could get all these. In, it's, 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 it's 400 adverse reactions listed. But yeah. on the actual vaccine insert, they've got, or jab insert, I should say, it actually completely blank because they don't have to put anything on it, which is a yeah. very scary thing. And you're putting, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, they've, interestingly, they've rushed loads of different legislation through recently. Um, the Protection of Information, the GD. VR, whatever it is, that would then stifle you inquiring about anything, almost anywhere now. And that was brought in a short while ago, wasn't it? So anyone wanting to find out a little bit more and asking questions, statistics, and they can't do that now. Well, when, when you know, you've got when you've got the push, that, the push yeah. for mobile phones, kids not being allowed to have mobile phones in school. Why is that? Why are they suddenly bothered about kids having mobile phones in schools? Because they don't want to record what is about to happen using Gillick competence? They're, 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 they're extremely clever with what they do. Uh, and it's all... It's all they're not clever out. enough, though. No, they're not clever enough. And, I, and the reason I think that it may well um, actually end up biting them is that ultimately the, the people that are recipients will be are the ones that I feel will suffer the most and possibly die. Surely the most gullible ones are the ones they should have wanted to keep. Because they're going to be left with people like me and you. Mm. So has it actually gone the other way to what they wanted kind of thing? Is uh, I don't know. I've asked myself so many questions because I've had a, but, many, many months to think about it. But they call their, those guys, they call them useless mouth feeders, right? So, they, so it's like if you, if you want to get rid of the people on the planet that don't have a brain and they don't, they don't contribute to society, as much as they may not like you, you're a member of society that contributes. You are someone that gets up and you actually make money into the economy. Yeah, yeah. So that's something they do like. They're, they're energy portals. So if you're making money for them, if you're getting up and doing it, these people that are getting, they're getting rid of, a lot of them, Aren't some of them are actually some of the some of the most so they got a lot of they got a lot of people that are a low you know a, a low stat, social status also yeah. there are people in my area which were middle the middle classes that have been told to be great middle managers but never think outside them. the when the bell goes 
you go to class. When the bell goes, yeah. you go to lunch. When the bell it goes, starts from yeah. day one, doesn't it? So, yeah. And that's it. And you listen to authority and you do not question it because if you do, then you're a bad person and your 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 you stepping out of the line could make bad consequences for everyone else. Don't use your own brain because that's fucking dangerous. It's like yeah. we're a society yeah, yeah, that's been told what to think, not how to think. Uh, and that's the thing. And as soon as you start, anyone with critical brain, as you said before, anyone with a slight brain in their head can see what's going on here. But they will try to tell you black is white and white is black. And they roll out PhD idiot from wherever else because he's got a few letters behind his name. He's been bought and paid. And he'll try and tell you, like, you know, the, the sun's bad for you. Um, you know, and, and again, I would say to you, even if someone listened and didn't believe all of this, would you not question why these people have not come and asked me? Why has an undertaker got, why have you got these concerns? Let me put your mind at rest. The silence is deafening. So this is, so you, so when did you, when did you release that statement officially? Uh, Friday, I think it was Thursday or Friday. Yeah. Uh, Friday. So it was in a, um, a group on a platform. Um, and I had a guy call me a lie. He said, you're not, you're not an undertaker. Uh, and I kind of put, you know, uh, basically a post about my experience over the last 18 months as an undertaker and what I thought. He said, you're not an undertaker. I said, I am. He said, you're not. I said, well, this is me for the doubters, you know, uh, and um, it's gone everywhere now. And it's kind of been shared and copied and, and shared quicker than they can delete it. So, you know, I know probably hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people have seen that post. Mm. Why has no one just checked in with me and said, listen, we've seen this. We're a bit concerned. It is influencing people. Can we talk to you about it? And just to reassure you or to say that you can reassure people, no one. The silence is deafening. This is and this and this is the, the the thing where oh we don't want to give um, a platform to this misinformation. It's like that's what they put it under, and it's like yeah. no, if you can't, if your argument's not good enough, you just dismiss anyone that goes against it. You know, why would I have to have a debate with them if they're wrong? It's like no, you can't. Your argument can't stand on its own two yeah. feet. But it's not just me, is it? It's, it's nurses. I've spoken to nurses, doctors, professor. Um, the the amount of families that have got in touch and said I've I've trusted them. And I'm now ruined. My health is ruined. Why would we not have open debate? John, it's not had, just me. You had uh, Michael Yeadon, who was a former vice president of Pfizer. You know, he's been yeah. deleted off of, of Twitter. Yeah, and yeah, 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 he's yeah, come yeah, out yeah, and saying certain things. And so, I mean, this, this, there's lots of, lots of them. Um, guys that have brought out the film Pandemic 1 and 2. You know, you've got former uh, Junior Matrovich and you've got Dr. Sherry Tenpenny and all these yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dolores Cahill. Um, so, and so these people are coming out. These are not fucking morons who haven't got a no, brain cell in their no, head. No, no, no. And this is, this is what I'm saying. There's a, an umpteen amount of far more qualified people than me. I'm just adding my voice to their argument from my position as an undertaker oh, that, in my area. That's what people so, would say, right? That people would say, if this was true, then the undertakers would have seen less uh, less deaths or wouldn't have seen it. Right. So why don't we ask them? It's like, okay, well, now we are asking them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what I would, and I would tell you to focus on primarily the ones who don't have to answer to anyone else. So not the big players, because they're going to be bullied from upstairs and they won't be want, you know, they won't want to be seen. Yeah, yeah, of course. But the individual guys who don't answer to anyone who are the bosses of their own turf, they're the ones you want to speak to. They're the ones that are going to be more forthcoming. I've got funeral directors not too far from here, um, one based in Northampton. I can't name because it would be, uh, be abuse of his trust. He's agreed with me totally. 
and he's too frightened to speak out. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't, you know, I, I've got no reason to lie. I, that, I've got that, every, everything what, to lose. That's what, that's what I always say to people. Why would these people who've got everything to lose speak out? Yeah, what, yeah, like, of course. Like, like, why, why, why would they if they didn't care? This is the, I, the, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Exactly. It makes it makes no makes no sense. So where so where do you where do you see this going then, John? I think this winter there'll be many, many, many deaths, a death rate like you've never seen. It'll be primarily recipients and it'll be blamed on us and it'll be blamed on yet another new variant that they'll name nearer the time, I would imagine. Um, and that's what I see happening. And as the death rate increases and public hysteria grows, and it will, it'll be very easy for these governments to pass emergency legislation to mop us up mm -hmm. and get us vaccinated. And I think that's where we'll go. And I can tell you now, if there are different batches and some of them are damaging people, I wouldn't want to bet any money on the batch that me and you will get. Yeah. 100%. This is, this is, there's, there's always said to people, there's always ways around things, whether that's thingy law and there's always. I, I really hope so because I've got a 10 year old that I love dearly. Um, and I can't up sticks and run. I've got families that I've got to look after and a business to run. I'm an undertaker. You know? Then, then my, well, I've got your uh, number, John. We'll have a chat maybe offline. Um, yeah, cool. and, and, and we'll do that. But like, and there's always ways around things, but no one, no one can force a medical procedure on you. It goes against the Nuremberg Code. There's going to be a good Nuremberg. There's a lot of people out there saying that they've got lots of these lawsuits coming to, to head. So hopefully we'll, we may see this happen. But in the meantime, I think my concern is I'm seeing a surge of emergency legislation being thrown through without proper consideration and on the back of unfounded hysteria. Mm -hmm. And that's the danger where it's all very well having a code and having these laws. But if they start passing new legislation that overrides them for emergency reasons, um, very much like all these unlicensed gene therapies, they're not licensed, but they can use them because they've been authorised for emergency use. Well, it's, uh, it's the thing is, it's people. It's because people don't really know the law as well, because then they, and they say all these things that make things mandatory or compulsory, but they're not legally mandatory or compulsory they just say it in the public eye and people go along with it because they think it is and mm. when you go you can't have two um different bits of legislation or law that are conflicting mm. so one thing saying you can't no one can be forced to a medical procedure and this saying oh this has got to be like, this is mandatory you can't have it so you go to, yeah. this is why all these things have been thrown out even they get to the, to the high levels of court because i just you, think that this winter when the death rate gets really really high it will be scared to death yeah, people would be scared to death, and it'd be easy to push that through, and it'd be seen to be widely accepted mm -hmm. in these recipients that are dropping like flies. Mm -hmm. I can, I just can feel it. I can feel it. Yeah, no, mine. I understand, mate. I, I, I can. I know this is why we've got to get the message out. Hundred uh, percent. And I, I'm happy to speak to anyone. So you can tell them. You can. They can ring me directly, and I'm happy to speak to them. The number is on the website. It's a landline number. I'll talk to them 24/7. Um, uh, obviously, I'm GMT. If you can ring between nine and five, is more helpful. Mm. But um, uh, you know, uh, if I save one life by being honest, or even just help force an open debate and discussion, or just to halt things, or you know, it's got to stop. Something's got to stop. Mm -hmm. You know, because this is madness. Hundred percent. And for people out there, John, what is your website? It's www.mkffs.co.uk, um, and I'm a Milton Keynes-based funeral director. So if anyone in the Milton Keynes area needs 
needs um, funeral. Well, if even if they read the post and they just want to verify, I wrote it. Yes, I did, mm-hmm. and I'm happy to discuss why over the phone. I've had. Yeah countless conversations um in the last couple of days you know um not just with people like yourself um with people very concerned people um suffering these adverse effects professors nurses of 20 and 30 years doctors uh, a consultant an ethetist and a consultant that i looked after why are these people not being heard doesn't that speak volumes Speaks, speaks louder than silence sometimes speaks louder than anything you can say and, and when they when they do that they're doing it for a very particular reason and they don't want discourse because they know that discourse will lead to people pulling this apart in every single it's why they just they've got these fact checkers come out fact, fact checking even though it's been shown that these fact checkers are funded by companies that are by the same yeah of course yeah of course vaccine companies so they believe it they believe yeah. it yeah and, and, and um, fact checked I think the the thing that makes me laugh the most is the ones where you see, well, this is partly false. Mm. Um, so it's actually, it's partly true then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> unbelievable. You know, how can you be so stupid to put that on there? You're missing, actually endorsing it as fact. Missing context. Oh, yeah, oh, do you know? Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mate, it's um, what we'll do, John, is if... If you're still about, well, I'll, I'll check in with you maybe in like six <laughs> that or eight weeks. That sounded a bit ominous, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm hoping I'll be about. I'm happy no, I and healthy. I didn't, so. I didn't, I didn't mean yeah. like that. I mean, if you, if you <laughs> haven't been silenced. Yeah, but yeah, been yeah. Like, yeah. Like, um, uh, to be honest with you, um, I'm committed. I'm committed. To be honest, that's what I do. I'm honest with my families that I take care of, and I, I feel very privileged to take care of. I can you to be honest. Um, is it going to upset people? Of course it is. Um, but I feel that I owe it to the people that are perhaps undecided. I need to be honest. I need to be honest. And um, all I'm pushing for is open discussion and dialogue. You need please, you, whoever whoever's in power. Please let that happen. Yeah, me, and perhaps it, speak to undertakers. Well, you need to. You owe it to 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 them. You owe it to humanity. But more than that, you owe it to yourself, mate. Because oh, if mate, you're, your your family is just as important as mine. Yeah, but but if you're walking around with this John around your neck, like you said, like a lead bell. You know, that's no good for your health either or your no, mental no. health and faith. I felt um, quite miserable for a long time because, I mean, I, I fell out with my own brother because he's totally pro-vax uh, and he wouldn't believe it and, and said that I was dangerous and I was trying to kill my mum by telling her not to have one and it breaks my heart because we were like that. But I can't, you know, I'm kind of damned if, if I follow the agenda to suit everyone else, not really believing it, I'd be an arsehole. But if I speak out, guess what? I'm an arsehole. Well, you'd rather be an arsehole. People, people are going to think you're an arsehole anyway, so you might as well stand in your truth, you know. And, yeah, and, 100%. And, and feel, feel yeah, any person you're with, I always say this to my clients, the only person you're with 100% of the time is yourself. Yeah, if, of course. If you can't look yourself in the mirror. There's you know. um, a saying, um, it's Latin, and it's, it reads, temet noski. Um, have a look it up. And it basically translates, it means know thyself. Know thyself, yeah. Exactly. If you know, and if you're walking around all the day with that hanging over you, that's a terrible place. That's a very toxic place to be as well, yeah. wellness-wise. And so you need to get that out. And and then you've got you're doing it. This is like what's that prayer? Um, Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. You know, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And, and this is talking to them. So not the people that are causing this because they know exactly what they're doing, but the people yeah, yeah, that yeah, are yeah. buying into it. It's like you don't understand what you're actually uh, propagating here. Um, and where this is going. So this is why I'd like to do this, just keep adding and adding more and more evidence, John. So what we do is we check in in like a few months, see where you're at. You can call me anytime you want to call me. And if I can't take a call because I'm looking after family, I'll let you know, but I will call you back. 
Perfect. All right. And we'll have a little chat off, off air. But thanks very much for doing this, John. It's been a pleasure. Uh, thank you for taking the time to listen. Mate, it's what I'm, it's what I'm here to do. It's what I'm here yeah. to do. But cheers, God my bless. Man. And, uh, have a good day. And I'll speak to and you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. So, guys and girls, that was John Aluni. You can find him, um, as you mentioned, you can you can find him at mkffs.co.uk. It's a Milton Keynes family funeral service parlour, and he's extremely brave to come out and speak to us today. And, and it's a, a real pleasure to talk to him. He's a great guy with a big heart, as you can tell, and he just wants to get the truth out to people so people can stop living in fear and we can we can save a life. And then we can actually stop what's going on right now in terms of this tyrannical, tyrannical regime and forcing these experimental poisons on people that are killing tens of thousands, injuring millions. And the long-lasting effects people don't even know because it's completely... It's, it's, uh, we know in the health world what's going to happen here. It's not going to be good. Um, but the, even for people in the mainstream, they, even they admit they, they don't know what's happening because it's completely experimental. So, you know, someone like John coming out and, and speaking and showing his experience and what he's been through and the amount of deaths and how they they, they didn't rise and how he had to turn off his fridge, it's, it's huge. Um, so it's a great interview and I'm glad that you could all get to hear him speak there. Um, but yeah, I've got lots more coming for you on this on this platform, guys. Now I've got my laptop back. As always, if you are dealing with a health issue and you're looking to overcome it, please do head over to www.reviveyourself.co and you can and you can fill out a contact or form there on the contact list or you can send me an email at ryan at reviveyourself.co. That's ryan at reviveyourself.co. If you're looking to overcome any health issue, whatever it may be, or if you're looking to just maintain or gain optimum health, we can help you with that. Otherwise, guys and girls, that's it for this week's show. Keep doing all the things that promote health on a daily basis. Stay happy, stay healthy, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. If you're struggling with gut issues, such as gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, indigestion, heartburn, and want to finally be able to eat the foods you love without the crippling after effects, then don't forget to head over to reviveyourself.co and pick up your free copy of The Healing Health Paradigm today.